No ukulele today. Just heart and memories. So enjoy getting to know Mr. Boobers. I'd like to introduce you to somebody who has been living with us for about 14 years. We first met him when he was about six months old. And I thought it would be really nice to chat with him today and get an idea about his perspective on the world and life. Um, and his name is Oki, and he is our Black Lab mix mutt. He's been struggling a little bit lately, and uh, we sat on the couch, and while he was nice and comfortable and just had a little conversation. So this is what we came up with. How you doing, Oki? Old buddy, old pal. His nickname is Boobers. He has a couple of fat lumps. Um, the vet said were nothing to be worried about that are on his chest. Um, so I call him Boobers. And uh, we like to, I like to make up silly names for our dogs and, <laughs> and sometimes for the kids. Uh, but Oki... Uh, sitting here with his head on the pillow looking out the window and I was chatting with him reminiscing a little bit and remembering when we got him and how Anna was so excited and picked him out actually and saved up the money to for the pay for the old breed rescue and to get his dog bowl and his bed and his harness and we had him on a little run out in the front yard, a rope tied to the front porch deck, and he had his nice brand new blue harness on because we didn't want to put a, you know, collar on him to choke him or anything. And um, went outside, went inside, and he was outside laying down. And when we came out, he had eaten most of his harness. Uh, nice, thick, heavy-duty webbing. You know how the harnesses are. And um, somehow he was able to get his mouth around it. And chewed half of it off and was just sitting there. Still in the harness, kind of. He could have easily gotten out of it, but, oh, that was an interesting <laughs> interaction with Anna and Oki with being a little bit angry about eating a $40 harness after about 12 and a half minutes of him wearing it. And, uh, we found the pieces over the next couple of days around the yard in his poop. <laughs> uh, so, uh, needless to say, he got a collar. From then on, <laughs> um, and uh, he is quite a barker to the UPS truck and sometimes to the FedEx truck. Most of the UPS truck comes up here and always likes to greet people with, you know, uh, howdy-do and um, you better be nice to people here because if you're not, I'm going to be barking even more at you kind of guy. Never really been a problem, just he likes to bark for a few minutes at people. Um, he's gotten a little more mellow over the over the years, I think, mostly because he can't hear much and doesn't really see very well anymore. Uh, but when he gets a chance, especially when Moose, our other dog, starts to investigate something and he notices, he likes to uh, pretend that there's something going on and that he still has a little bark left in him. So he likes to do that. But I was chatting with him about a couple of things that uh, he, we 
found out he was doing, and clearly he had been doing them for quite a while without us knowing, I think. Um, and when we would leave and, you know, he would just be home alone, we would never an issue, really. Uh, every once in a while, if we didn't rinse a can or when we had cats, the cat food can enough and put it in the recycling, he'd find his way into it and dig it out and lick it clean, which I have always amazed that he never cut his tongue or anything on those things. But, uh, when he would do something wrong and we would come home, he would oftentimes be somewhere hiding usually kind of in the corner in the living room with his head down, um, like somebody sent him there. <laughs> and I don't know if he was, if he, that's what he did as soon as he heard us come home or if he did that after his little misbehaving, but he would um, hide in the corner. And one day we came home and I couldn't find him anywhere and we had moved the couch around and it wasn't quite in the corner, but he was over in the corner between the wall and the couch with his head down and his tip of his tail wagging just a little bit. When we finally found him, I was like, what is the matter, Oki? And um, we found him fairly quickly, actually, because we usually look for him when we come in. And we come into the house and take a right into the living room. And there he was. And it's like, what's the matter? What did you do? Um, and then we went into the dining room, living room area. Our house is pretty open, but there's furniture kind of blocking, making, you know, space in different areas. And I looked on his bed. And I just started laughing. And when I looked over into the kitchen and saw the dishwasher and all the dishes from dinner were not in the dishwasher. And there those, the ones you can, you know, that we had a, a whole bunch with the kids where they drew pictures and you send them away and they kind of imprint a picture onto the dish. So it's kind of like melanine or the, it's not a glass or ceramic plate. It's kind of lightweight, but it's durable. Um, they were all stacked nice and neat on his bed and clean, you know, clean enough to put away, I would say. And of course, everybody's like, that's gross, dad. You can't do that. The dog licked them. I was like, well, they look clean, uh, but literally all the dishes were licked clean and stacked neatly on his bed. And so we would go, I would go get him out of the corner and I'd say, okay, you come over here. What'd you do? And look at his bed and his head would be down and his tail would just the tip would still be moving around and um then we you know get all excited and give him a hug and you know make him <laughs> do whatever repenting he was going to do and then he he was good and he'd be happy to see us and everything was fine uh a different time we came home and he was on his bed uh but he wouldn't move and usually we come home, he gets off his bed, he wants to say hi and, you know, sniff around, say, you know, see what's going on. And his tail wagged and he just kind of still had that look like, oh, no, they caught me. I did something wrong again. And so he wouldn't get off his bed. And I was like, Oki, what's the matter with you? What's going on? What did you do? And I would look around the house to see if he peed or pooped or if there was something broken or... Uh, we looked everywhere and nothing. And finally I said, okay, you come here. It's time to go outside to go to the bathroom. It's been a while. So he wouldn't get off his bed. He wouldn't get off his bed. I finally kind of grabbed him by, you know, pulled a little bit on his collar to kind of, you know, um, encourage him to get up. And he fought me. He didn't really want to get up. And I was like, what is going on? 
And finally, I got a little stern. I said, you get up. Let's go. You have to go outside. And then he got out of, up off of his bed. And I don't remember the exact number, but seven or more cans, most of them cat food, other ones were something else, maybe it was tuna fish or something, were not only on his bed, but were a couple were stuck to his belly when he got up. And when he got up, they fell off and hit the floor, clank, 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 clank. And then he just kind of froze and he wondered, he, I guess I'm, you know, I, I tried to figure out what he was thinking. And he looked at me like, hey. You didn't see that, did you? <laughs> and all the cans came tumbling out, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. It was so funny. I would love to have set up a camera just to film this dog roaming around trying to find stuff to lick clean. And then how he would go about putting him on the bed, and, and I wonder if he just heard us and he ran over to his bed and plopped down trying to hide everything. It's so funny. You know, it's dogs and animals in general and the dogs we've had you know Oki's our third and um it's just so funny how interactive they can be and and caring at times and goofy and and protective um it's very interesting and it's uh endearing i think and so you know there were other times where he would get into stuff and as he got older sometimes he would know something was happening and it would, we, all the lights wouldn't be on in the house and he would start barking but then he'd think he was going to the door but he'd end up in the office or the den or the playroom in the corner barking thinking he's trying to get outside and <laughs> we'd have to reroute him to the front door um, so he could go outside and bark at something that didn't exist uh, and he's never he was never a, a dog that liked to play ball or anything and i you know i tried a few times when he was younger i'd take a tennis ball and i would get him sit him down or get him on the front yard and say okay okay here you go i'm gonna toss the ball and he'd close his eyes and it hit him in the head and he'd look at me like he's like what the hell did you do that for and then <laughs> i was like okay try it again and he's like it hit him in the head again and he'd just walk away tried with the frisbee hit him in the face the same thing. It's like none of that. He didn't want anything to do with any of that stuff. Um, his his biggest deal is, per, you know, paroling, patrolling, sorry, patrolling the neighborhood and checking things out and saying hi to the neighbors and wandering around. And a long time ago, probably when he was about six, I think he was patrolling and he got a little carried away, maybe caught a scent of something and he wandered away. He wasn't coming back. He wasn't coming back. And it was, you know, common to be gone for a little while. We live in the woods. And I had to go meet up with somebody. And one of my kids was here. And I said, keep an eye out for Oki. It's getting a little bit late. You know, he'd been out now maybe. It was a beautiful day. So he'd been out for maybe four hours or maybe six hours. And it was, you know, four or five o'clock in the afternoon. And I had to go. And I said, just, you know, he'll be home soon. He'll be hungry. And he knows where his food is. Um, and so I left and it was, you know, September-ish type of time. So it was a nice day, but it was going to be chilly at night. And, uh, I was about six miles from home and I saw him walking down route two, heading towards Richmond, right on the side of the road. And I'm like, wait, I think that's Oki. It's like, holy crap. What is he doing down here? So I, there was no real good spot to, it was a guardrails on one side and a pretty steep climb up a hill on the other. And so 
I hollered his name, rolled on the, and I hollered his name and he heard me and then I stopped the car and I got out of the car and I think it, he got scared or spooked him because he ran right up that steep hill. And I tried to find the path he went up and I couldn't find him and he, and he just was gone. And I thought, well, at least he's not on the road. And then, and, um, I didn't know which way he was going to go. So I called home and said, Oki's told, you know, told him where Oki was and I'm trying to, find him so i pulled up on the flats there and parked the car and on the side where there's a big cornfield and garden uh agricultural spot corn and other veggies and stuff and i parked the car on the side and i started walking out along the edge of the woods where the corn met up with the woods um and actually the corn stalks were they had just harvested so it was just the remnants and i was walking along the woods and i was hollering 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 and i went way out into the field and at this point, it's starting, it's dusky. And, um, I go out into the woods, or onto along the woods, and I see way out in the field. This field goes quite a ways out. And it was just grass way out, but I saw this black thing kind of loping along. I said, Oh, thank goodness. He came back the right way. And so I'm hollering, 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 okie, okie, okie. And then, um, you know, I'm probably 800 or 1,000 feet away from my car. Um, and probably the same distance away from what I think is Oki. And then the, the, what I see starts getting closer to me and I realize watching it lope along that it's not actually a dog. It was a black bear. <laughs> and I wasn't really nervous. I'm not really scared of black bears. Um, I know that they're more scared of us, but it was getting closer and I look back at the car and I'm like, uh, the bear is closer to me than I am to the car. And if I run and if, I don't know what's going to happen, but as the bear got closer, I started screaming louder and it kind of startled it and it ran and it, you know, made a hard right into the woods and took off. Uh, but I wasn't, I didn't feel any better because now where's my dog? And so I didn't really want to go into the woods. I didn't know if it was a mama bear with babies or whatever. So I waited a little bit longer to see if he came out because the field is kind of the direction towards home. And nothing. And so I get, I come back to the house. Um, uh, I forget who was home at the time, but whoever was home at the time with me, we walked up into our woods because our land butts up against a whole bunch of property in the back. Um, and so we started wandering around and hollering and hollering and okie, 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 okie. And there's nothing, nothing, nothing. And then now it's dark and we got flashlights and I'm like, I have no, I, He's a black dog at night. I mean, there's no way I'm going to find him. I just hope he finds his way home. And luckily, it wasn't that cold. It was definitely, you know, in the upper 40s. It wasn't freezing, freezing, but it was definitely cold. And we just sit in the house, and and we're the only two home. Everybody else is off doing their thing. And I now I'm really nervous because now he's been gone for, you know, close to 12 hours. And... I don't have any idea where he could have been and how far he went in the wrong direction. And I kind of doze off in the living room. And at about 1130 at night, I hear his little click, click, click of his toenails or um, coming up the stairs on the front deck. And I jump up and I go out and I look at Oki. He looks at me like, holy crap, I finally found my way home. And he was literally dripping wet. Um, so the path that he took to come home from where I saw him, he had to cross 
pretty good sized stream and then he had to cross a river. And then he had to go up, uh, two more, up and over two more hills to get back onto the back edge of our property and find his way back. Now, how he found his way back, I don't know. Um, maybe, you know, dogs have good sense of smell. Obviously that played into it, but somehow, you know, he found his way back. And from the time I saw him from six miles away on the side of the road to when he got back was about five and a half to six hours later. Uh, and again, just, just to maybe I'll write a book or a story about the adventures of Oki finding his way back home because that must have been one epic short but epic journey over those two, three hills. The first one he climbed and then the brook and then if he went too far north, the uh, pond and then the river. Oh man, it was something. And then he came home and we, and he literally just covered him up, dried him off and he just collapsed. He, I think he didn't eat. He just slept for a full 24 hours. But we were excited to have him back. Um, and sitting with him now, knowing that at 14, you know, he doesn't have a whole lot of time left. Um, but he still likes to wander up into the woods when I go up with the chainsaw or Rebecca and goes up and works on the trails or um, just likes to be outside with us or in their garden or doing whatever. Still responds to treats pretty well. <laughs> Um, and still loves the rattle of dog food in his dish, um, when that, when it's time for that. Um, but I really thought it would be nice to do a little tribute to Oki, Mr. Boobers, and to introduce you to him. And maybe, you know, inspire you to sit down with your dog and share some thoughts and stories, uh, and, uh, Collect them somehow to share with grandkids or other kids or other people that are interested in hearing really great, fun stories about the lives of their pets. So I hope you uh, enjoyed and that if you have a pet, that it brings just as much to your life as Oki has to ours. Have a great morning or evening or afternoon, whatever it is for you. I had been thinking for a while about interviewing Oki, Mr. Boobers, and about, I don't know, a little over a week ago, I finally got around to it. I was just sitting with him and uh, had no idea, maybe consciously, that about a week after that, he would pass. So on the 21st, Wednesday night, or 22nd of September, Wednesday evening, he was in his bed. He had been struggling for a couple days, um, and we had been spending a lot of time with him, laying with him. And uh, he was laying in his bed, sleeping, I think, and his breathing was a little labored and a little inconsistent. And about 10.30, that was it. It was nice to be able to spend time with him and grab his memories and chat with him and laugh with him. Maybe you can do the same thing with your pets. 